When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It was a historic night at the Oscars with Coda winning Best Picture, a win for both the deaf community and Apple. Yet all anyone can talk about is that slap. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Joining me to give a rundown of everything from last night's Academy Awards is our media reporter, Joan Sullivan. Welcome, Joan. Thank you, Roger. So I, I do want to talk about Coda's Best Picture win because it, it is, a, is a big moment. Uh, but I really want to start with the moment that everyone's talking about, which is Will Smith slapping host Chris Rock on stage. What happened? Well, so play-by-play, play, Chris Rock, the comic, he was a presenter for the award for Best Documentary Feature. And so before he presented that award, he came out and he started, you know, he's a comic, so he started cracking some jokes and he started playing off, you know, famous people in the audience. Um, one of whom he made a joke about was Jada Pinkett Smith, who is Will Smith's wife. Um, he made a crack about Jada Pinkett Smith's hair. She was rocking a bald head last night. She looked great. Um, her baldness is the result of a medical hair loss condition that she's been public about since last year, I believe. Um, shortly after Chris Rock made this crack about her hair or lack thereof, Will Smith marched up on stage and just like, violently open hand slapped Chris Rock hard straight across the face. And then he stalked back to his seat at the front of the stage. And as Chris Rock was kind of like, it was a joke. Um, kind of like trying to laugh it off and pull things together. Will Smith like yelled at him so loudly that it kind of echoed in this gigantic hall to keep his wife's name out of his Chris Rock's mouth, including expletives. So the broadcast of this portion of the Oscars was censored without audio during part of this interaction. Yeah, and I think that's in real time that kind of led to a little bit of confusion about whether or not this was real, uh, at least in real time. Like, as it happened, I think there were some questions about, like, because of this, I guess, the surreal nature of it all. Um, Literally everybody. It definitely was real. Right? Everybody was very confused. Like people in the theater <laughs> clearly thought that this was part of a bit. I mean, Chris Rock and Will Smith know each other. Um, they, you know, they're they're stalwarts of Hollywood for for years. They know each other. They both have comedy in their backgrounds. It was so out of place that you know they thought that they were just participating in some sort of bit together and then they got back and then when Will Smith got back to his seat and started like clearly like enraged yelling at Chris Rock people suddenly realized oh wait wait what just happened and even after that because of the angles like it, people couldn't tell if it was a stage hit but from all from all indications this was completely impromptu completely surprise um you know Chris Rock is on record as saying he's not going to file charges for assault against will smith um but it yeah the fact that it was as you said just so surreal caused a lot of confusion around it and it was i mean 
that's I think partly why there might have been some confusion because like it was it looked like a pretty rough hit and then Chris Rock kind of I give him credit like it like he kind of like you know he he reacted to it and then like got right back up and started talking and so yeah there was a lot of it that I was just like what what is going on here um, and then to make things weirder or more awkward I guess like the, later on that evening Will Smith then turned around and won. A best actor award for his role in King Richard. I mean, what, like, what did he say during his acceptance speech? Yeah, well, there's been a lot of debate about how Will Smith reacted. Um, you know, about Chris Rock's comment itself, the joke itself, around how Will Smith reacted to that joke, and then also his his sort of his and the Academy's, the producers of the Oscars, how they reacted to the fact that basically, you know, like a physical assault just happened on stage live for everyone in the world to see. Um, Will Smith was always the wide front runner to win the Best Actor award. Um, and he was clearly, he was clearly in a state of distress and he was very emotional during his, he's trying to control himself in a very emotional state when he was accepting his Oscar. But there is a lot of debate, you know, he kind of couched his his actions. He apologized to the Academy and said the nominees. Um, he didn't apologize to Chris Rock. Um, and he sort of couched, framed his... He, he didn't, I don't think, explicitly mention about how he just went up on stage and slapped somebody. <laughs> right. But he sort of, like, framed his win and his emotional state around, like, a feeling of responsibility to women and young women and needing to protect people. Kind of like a framework of, like, love can make you do crazy things, which like, there's a lot of criticism that you can level at, at a lot of people. Like the fact that making fun of somebody's disability, like it's a medical condition, it's a hair loss is a disability in some respects, especially for a woman in Hollywood where your physical appearance is paramount to your bank ability, to your higher ability. That's some people, you know, arguing that that should be off limits. Certainly that the reaction to physically assault somebody for words that are said, people are saying that, has a strong argument for being completely off limits. And then, you know, this language around couching a physical assault as being an act of love. Of course, you know, like domestic abuse, the excuse that I only hit you because I love you. Obviously, this is not a domestic abuse environment. This is a man hitting another wham, purportedly protecting the honor of his wife. But still, like physical abuse under the guise of being motivated by love is a very complicated um, way of justifying it. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's it's all kinds of messiness. Um, let's switch gears because I did want to talk about Coda. Yeah, good, the, the, better things. <laughs> let's let's do that because it really it should have been Coda's night to shine, and, and unfortunately we're not talking about the movie. But you wrote a nice in-depth feature on the film last year. Just uh, for folks who didn't watch it, just give us a quick summary of what the film is and what the name Coda actually means. Sure. Well, Coda stands for, it's a musical term, and it also stands for child of deaf adults. And that sort of dual, that sort of dual use of the word makes sense. The film is about a predominantly deaf family whose only hearing member is their teen daughter. This daughter sort of discovers she has a passion for singing. And so it's a coming of age film that follows her as she grapples with breaking out of her role in her family um, to sort of set out and define herself um, as as an adult and follow the passion that she sees diverging from 
what her family has always envisioned for her and as her role in the, in, in their family. Um, and it's also, I'm sure we'll talk about this a lot. It's also one of the few films that ha- allows sign language and um, deaf actors to shine. There just haven't been a lot of films like this where in CODA of the four principal actors, three of them are deaf um, and Troy Kotzer who plays the father of this household, he last night also, in addition to Coda winning Best Picture, he won Best Supporting Actor for his role in that film. It's only the second time in an actor, any any deaf person, has won an acting Oscar. Right. Uh, I think Marley Matlin's probably the, the most notable, or the only other deaf actor. Yeah, the only, his his co-star. So Marley Matlin plays the mom of this family in, the, in Coda. Troy Kotzer plays the father and Marley Matten before Troy won his Oscar last night. Marley Matten was not only the first person nominated for an Oscar, but the only person to ever deaf person to win an Oscar. Troy is the second person deaf person nominated for an Oscar and the second one to win. So yeah, obviously a big deal for the deaf community. I'm I'm curious what the cast and director had to say during their acceptance speech. Well, certainly they spoke about how Troy, Troy has been winning multiple awards, multiple acting awards for this role over the course of this so-called award season. And um, a lot of people have mentioned how they're a highlight. Obviously, as um, a deaf individual, um, he chose to actually, you know, I, I, I think over the process of writing about this, this, um, this piece, Troy, you know, some people who are deaf learn to vocalize um, English words or whatever language that is the spoken language in, in their country. Um, in order, in order to, you know, make it easier to get around in mainstream um, conversation. Um, Troy Kotzer isn't like that. He doesn't vocalize. He, he relies on sign and other methods of communication in order to talk to hearing people who don't understand sign language. And so um, he vocalized one line and it was one of the first times he had spoken in years for this film. And so which is all just to say his um, acceptance speeches have all been do all been through an ASL interpreter. And in his acceptance, he, he clearly, he discussed about how, just how monumental it is for um, the deaf community and deaf actors, not only for the deaf community to be represented, represented um, in film to see their culture up on a big screen and to be winning awards for that kind of presentation, but also for deaf actors. And, you know, the fact that, you know, the, the, the other, the third award that Coda won was for adapted screenplay. And part of the process of adapting the screenplay for film was taking an English language script, adapting it. It was adapted from a French production. So part of it is adapting in, it into English from French, but the other part is taking that English script and adapting it into ASL, which is a language that you can't translate word for word from English to ASL, it's just, it would just be a failure. And so part of the adaptation of the film was taking English into ASL and then that ASL was then interpreted um, by the actors. Got it. And, and beyond the, the deaf community, obviously this was uh, a win for Apple, uh, streaming service. I mean, how big a deal is it for this company and for streaming services in, in general that a you know a film won sort of the, the big prize for the Oscars. Right. Well, it's most impressive for Apple to be winning sort of the most coveted film prize in Hollywood. 
especially considering Apple is so small compared to Netflix, which is so dominant. And Netflix has been trying to get Best Picture for years and spending millions on these award season campaigns to get to ultimately all working towards getting that top prize, most coveted Best Picture prize. And, you know, Apple sort of swoops in and swipes it out. But, you know, what it speaks to is the fact that Netflix became what it is through a number of tactics. One was um, first mover advantage. Another was aggressive spending on content. And a third was it had an affinity for upending norms. And a lot of those things that it disrupted rankled traditional Hollywood. So there is a there is a bit of a sentiment out there that especially after the COVID pandemic, when the lines of what is a traditional release, what is a streaming release is all blurred. There's still this sort of lingering resentment towards Netflix for all the all the reasons that it disrupted things before there was a pandemic that made everyone disrupt everything. That said, um, you know, winning a gigantic award is great for Apple specifically because it went out on this, this strategy where it would focus only on prestige originals. And now it's won a whole bunch of awards for Ted Lasso and the Emmys. And also it's Coda has swiped in and gotten the first Best Picture streaming Oscar. But at the same time, like winning awards doesn't guarantee that you're fast track to success. You know, Hulu beat Netflix to the Best Drama Series Emmy with Handmaid's Tale in 2017. And Hulu is still like less than a quarter of the size of Netflix by subscribers. So it's not it's not going to be a fast track to make Apple the next Netflix, but it certainly isn't going to hurt Apple TV Plus, especially because Apple TV Plus really kind of seems to need it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There are like a, a few, few bright spots, but uh, yeah, it was a good night for Apple. Well, Joan, thank you for your time. You can check out her story on CNET.com. If you have any questions, ping me on Twitter at Roger W. Chang. And if you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.